This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The best part of all of this is that you can do it for yourself. You're the one who can now hold that young you and tell her like, hey, I got you now. I'm actually never going to leave you because we are one person. We can make it out of this and you can let go of that fear, whatever it is that you're holding. Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Vivian and Rowena. Hello. Hi. If you're watching video, Ro is in a new setting. She is at mm-hmm. home back in LA. Not in a closet. And oh my God, Viv, I just had breakfast with my parents. And I think it's perfect for the topic of this episode. You guys already mm. saw because you clicked into it. So we're just eating breakfast. My mom made this small grain rice. It's like millet, Xiaomi porridge. As I was spooning a you know, pretty decent size spoon into my mouth. I think I accidentally inhaled a little and a little pellet of rice got stuck in between my like nasal passage from my throat and my nose. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no. what is going on? This feels so uncomfortable. And it reminded me <laughs> of this quote that I saw my friend post on Instagram that I've reposted. It's like this beautiful mountain, like an inspirational looking quote. Every dead body on Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person. So maybe calm down. And I think this (laughs) is just the perfect start to our recording session and to just life in general. I love it. I love it. So last year, we actually recorded an episode, I think it was episode 18, Overcoming Resistance and Perfection. And we had a special guest on that episode, Jams, who interviewed us. And we talked about the process of making voice hugs and how do we overcome resistance, perfectionism when creating or just when, I don't know, in life in general. In our day to day. Yeah. (laughs) That was one of... um, our most popular episodes last year. So I think it's nice to also start this year thinking about perfectionism as we enter 2023 and how we can better approach doing things or living in life, calming down a little bit more, just like your quote mentioned, and dive into the topic of perfectionism. Perfectionism. It's like that imagination episode from SpongeBob. Perfection. Perfect. Oh my god, now perfectionation. Perfectionation. Okay, so when it comes to perfectionism, I'm curious. Nowadays, how does perfectionism manifest in your life? Like, how does it come up for you? Does it still come up for you? The answer is yes. 
<laughs> the how is I'm like, hmm. I've actually been working with my coach. I feel like now everything is like, who's my coach? <laughs> so no, okay. we're talking about my coach. <laughs> that was exactly the same when I first started therapy. I was like, so my therapist said, so I yeah. talked about this in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm that person now and it's okay. I love it. But one thing <laughs> that I think kept coming up for me, I think there's, it's all rooted in the same thing but it shows up in different ways. So for example, perfectionism in getting things done a certain way, I've learned to manage pretty well. I think since I've been doing this for over five years now, it's like, okay, if I want to hire a team, if I want to work with other people, then there are elements that I just need to relax and let go and it's okay. And I think with the content landscape shifting too of short form content now being like, literally just pick up your phone you don't need to you can look disheveled if anything the more disheveled the better I think Mm -hmm. that has taken a lot of pressure off of me to feel the need to perfect things from a work content creation perspective which I think it's beautiful because this is what I've been proactively working on the past couple of years so it's nice to see the fruits of my labor Mm -hmm. However, there's another side to this that I feel like it's the people-pleasing side. Mm -hmm. I want to seem perfect to other people. And the question is, why? And I think the answer is somewhere along the lines of, if I am perfect, then I will be worthy of love. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really sure where that came from. And if you go even further, I think the root of that is this need for control. Perfectionism at its core is something like, at least for me, it's about the sense of control. Yeah, You know, like you can control yourself. You can control what you do. You can control your input. You can control your output. But when it comes to another person, when it comes Mm -hmm. to other people and their thoughts, like those are variables that are out of my control. And I think that is what scares me and why I try to overcompensate to make sure what I do is perfect or is in line with what people want to see. Which if you guys have been tuning in to the previous episodes, I think this is what is causing or what was like a very hidden underlying cause of why I was hesitant to get close to people because other people I cannot control. I can control myself Mm -hmm. and I can not let myself lean on other people. You know, so I think at the core of it is this like big need and desire to control and to know what is going to happen it's like understanding that you can't control the thoughts or feelings or like how other people feel about you or think about you you in turn then kind of self-isolate or you turn away from getting too close because you don't want to deal with what is probably painful if someone doesn't you know like everybody wants to be liked everyone wants to be loved or just accepted and so when there's that chance where someone might not instead of finding out if you can develop something more it's like let's just avoid it altogether let's just keep everyone at an arm's length yeah so when you're sharing how you can control you know, yourself, but you can't control other people. I'm curious, what does it mean for you to be perfect in someone else's eyes? What does that look like? What does that Rowena look like? And why do you think that Rowena is like worthy of 
love? You know, I think this is the this is the million dollar question. This is what you're paying your coach for. <laughs> I know this is what I'm paying my coach many, many, lots and lots of moolah for. I think the closest I've gotten to an answer is more of this people pleasing side of we may have talked about this before. Growing up, my brother's just like older brother, super smart, it's like low key a genius insane IQ and I think from a young age I was like okay well I can't beat him you know I'm like I'm I've always been a very come I was gonna say compassionate I've always been a very competitive person yes <laughs> compassionate not so much I try I try really hard though I'm just very direct um so I think from a young age I was like okay well if I can't beat him in the smarts let me just try to lean into what I do best which is I'm very good at observing and I think my EQ is naturally higher. I don't think it's like as high as him in terms of his smarts. But I think because I've always been so aware of other people and what they do and how other people react to what they do or don't do, it's like, you know, I think sometimes when people are really smart, they don't really know what they're doing, right? Or like they don't, nor do they care. So my brother would just do like random things or say things or the example that I always give, it's like he'll do this like weird dance where he's like tutting, you know, and like in public. And I'm just like, that is so not cool. If it were me, I would not do that. So I think I oddly conditioned myself to be like a very likable, like non-rocking the boat person mm -hmm. like I try to be mm -hmm. as like well-rounded and likable as possible mm -hmm. and I think if we really pinpoint from this example of where it comes from maybe it's just this desire to be cool and to fit in because I moved around so much when I was younger mm -hmm. um, in terms of summer schools and then going back to Taiwan and then summer schools in the states and going back to Taiwan and moving back to the states and like it's really weird because a part of me really doesn't care what people think, but maybe that's a coping mechanism or maybe I just really don't care. But at the same yeah. time, a part of me cares so deeply about what people think and like how badly I want to fit in. And so I don't know if that really answers your question, but I think for whatever reason, this part of me that seeks to fit in and to be cool, I think to look the part externally feeds this part of me mm. but I think I know this isn't all of me if that makes mm -hmm. sense so the perfectionism part would you say that it's more like external appearance I actually think so yeah like another very small but impactful example that I can think of is whenever I'm reading YouTube comments I'm very grateful that overwhelming 99.9% .9 of it are all very positive. Mm -hmm. But as soon as there's one that even just like ever so slightly challenges me, I'm like, ugh, like my heart hurts. And like, I like, you know, there's like a heat flash. Mm -hmm. Even if rationally I know this isn't worth my time or energy to go into. And objectively, it's not even a bad comment. It's just like, hey, have you thought of this? Or like, hey, you may want to choose like a better wording or something, right? Like it's very neutral. But anything that makes me feel like someone is thinking something of me or is misunderstanding me, yeah. I'm like, 
because like my my illusion like this not this illusion but like my perfectness is no longer mm. intact yeah yeah so I think it is a pretty external thing I can understand that and I definitely feel the same way sometimes it's not even for me sometimes it's I mean I don't have comments right <laughs> from like YouTube mm -hmm. videos <laughs> but like sometimes it's even a comment that a friend makes and I'm like mm -hmm. oh it's not that they're criticizing me it's just an observation that they've made or something that they want to point out because they care or I've asked them to in the past and then it kind of hits me out of nowhere and I'm like oh my god I did something wrong or this is going to cause a rough patch in our friendship and it's really not that but it's I don't know maybe getting that feedback or mm -hmm. hearing something that's wrong different yeah could be better just yeah. hurts in a weird way like it shouldn't but it does yeah and I, I know everyone feels this way like yeah. not everyone but like a lot of people feel this way <laughs> everybody feels this way <laughs> yeah <laughs> go back to the episode where we talk about everybody everybody's yeah it's really refreshing for me to hear this from you because I think a lot of times I even have this perception of you as like oh Rowena has like a perfect life. Mm -hmm. I think it's by default when you see people on YouTube, you just make that assumption automatically. Mm -hmm. So as your friend, like when we actually hang out and when we actually talk, I'm brought back to our friendship and I'm brought back mm -hmm. to like Rowena, the friend I met and, mm -hmm. you know, grew up with since college. But I think when we're apart, it's very easy for my mind to see Rowena as a YouTuber and just assume that like, oh, everything in her life is going so well, mm -hmm. just like I do for all the other YouTubers that yeah. I watch or like all the other people that I see. I mean, I can show you what's like my life is <laughs> clothes, beds half made, Stuff's all over the floor. Hair has been unwashed for like three, four days. I've lost count. How perfect for this episode. <laughs> Just let it go. Let it all go. So Viv, when it comes to perfectionism for you, where and how does it manifest the mm. most? I used to want things done a certain way. So the first example that comes to mind is I've been journaling since I was in fourth grade, like 10 years old. And whenever I get a new journal, I have to find the perfect pen to write in this journal. I can't use a pen where I bought it like a long time ago because yeah. if the ink runs it's gonna out, run out, it's going to run out. And then the second half of my journal is going to have a different pen. <laughs> it was like things like that when I was younger where I wouldn't start journaling or I'd have to do things a certain way before I started. And I just learned over time that prioritizing the process, prioritizing the messiness, the candidness, the like a story that you shared with me that stuck with me was one time you and James, you got a new cutting board mm -hmm. and he accidentally damaged it. He left a cup to dry on a wooden cutting board. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yes. There was a circle the on the on wood. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, and then I, I remember you said that you got really mad at him and you're like, you yeah. always mess everything up. <gasps> but then you realize that now when you look at that circle, 
you're always going to remember the time that he visited you or, you know, like what else you did that day. And it mm-hmm. it's that memory or just like the reality of life that makes things special. Not every day is perfect. And I think for me now when I journal or like when I do things that I used to think has to be perfect, I actually appreciate the different colors. I appreciate that mm. some days my handwriting is perfect and some days it's like super sloppy. And when I look at it, it reminds me that, you know, these are the different times in my life that I can appreciate and just accept those parts of me a little bit more. So in that sense, I think similar to your content creating, like the process of doing things has gone easier because I changed my mindset. Mm-hmm. What's difficult for me is also similar to what you said. It is the perception of me and like what people will think of me. It's actually exactly as you said. I, I think oh. I'm, yeah, like I think I, it's a theme in my life where I just really want to everyone has that core like did you call it like a core objective I forgot what you called it like super, a super objective. objective you know it's like I my biggest fear is that like okay what am I trying to say fundamental attachment yeah like what is that for you you know is it yeah. that I'm afraid I'll never be loved I'm afraid I'll never be enough I'll never be worthy mm. like what is that like deeply rooted thing that drives almost everything in your life and I think for me it is still trying to accept myself and know that I'm worthy of things love people goodness joy like in life just as I am but that's hard and that's why we're talking about this (laughs) because there is this idea that I think the most prominent example I can give because it is so present in my life are these episodes that we put out on Voice Hugs. Each episode is a conversation between you and I, but when it comes to editing, I actually go through editing our like one hour conversation at least three to four times. I'm not like changing the conversation, but going through the process is actually pretty tough because you're like constantly criticizing yourself. You're like, you shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have used all of those fillers or why couldn't you articulate that a little bit more? Why didn't you do a little bit more research or preparation? And so, yeah, I think like that's the most prominent example of like when I'm editing, how do I shush those thoughts of needing to be perfect who am I thinking is going to judge me? Because people are going to judge you no matter what. I am 100% sure there are people listening to the podcast who probably don't agree with some things we said. But then there are also a lot of people who resonate with what we share, right? And I think it's like learning to not care what everyone thinks and just knowing what's true to you, who you want to connect with. Mm-hmm friends, your family, the people who share your values or like just similarities that you want to like grow deeper in life with. Agree a thousand percent. (laughs) That was so long. So a very natural follow-up question for you, Viv, is in moments when you are editing, can you walk us through how you 
kind of pacify and make peace with the voices in your head? Mm. Or is it a work in process? No, I actually think this is something that I got a lot better at doing in 2022. It's not that it happened in 2022, but it's that the years leading up to last year when we started, I think I spent so much time trying to figure out what is true to me that at the end of the day, I always reground myself by bringing all of these thoughts back to like the core of who I am. And what I noticed was if I'm by myself, if I'm with just a small group of people that I love, I hang out with my family, maybe like my best friends, I don't feel like internal turmoil as much. I don't feel that chaos of judgment. When I go out and I meet people who I've never met before or I expose myself to things on Instagram, that's when the noise like really shows up. Mm-hmm. It's similar to, you know, like when you look at the comments, maybe nine out of 10 comments are positive or great or aligned with what you Actually, think of 90, yourself. N- 999 out of 1,000 <laughs> are okay. all positive. This is why it's crazy. Humans, humans are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, um, Actually, this is a great example. Okay. So bringing Vivian's world back to 2016-2017 era of perfect Instagram post. Mm -hmm. I was very active on Instagram at the time. Mm -hmm. And for me, I learned that external validation was something that I needed in my life at that time. I was like, I like the feeling of getting likes. I like the feeling of getting comments, of engagement on social media, but also recognizing that like none of this is real. None of this converts to like a real life friendship in person. The people who are already in my life are the ones who I would go out and meet with and they don't care what I post on Instagram, right? Yeah. Like they don't. And so what I ended up doing was I had like a hard stop where I went from posting three, four times a week to not posting at all. I think what I tried to do was not put myself in a position of trying to get external validation. So I removed myself from that picture altogether. That's just my own personal relationship with social media. So I'm not saying that like if people post on social media, they're trying to get validation. They could be doing it for other reasons and they're totally fine with it. But for me, it was like, if my friends do something nice for me, I don't have to post it. If I go travel to Bali, to Taiwan, I don't have to post it. Slowly one event or situation at a time Each time I didn't post it to get external validation, I found that validation from other people who are actually in my life. Or like I found it from myself, from my therapist, from my friends and family who know that these are the things that are happening and I don't have to scramble and search for these numbers that are like not real, you know? So All of that is to say really tuning into like what is true to you, eliminating the noise and accepting your reality for what it is. Perfect Mm -hmm. or imperfect, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And perfection doesn't exist. The limit does not exist. Plus like your perfect is different than my perfect, right? Like every, it's like perfectionism is like in your own mind. 
mm-hmm. of like what you think it is, what your standard is for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not anyone else's, which is funny because we think that if we're perfect, we're like impressing other people yeah. or like we're getting their recognition, validation, yeah. but it's like all internal. And I think what you're saying earlier about your friends don't care about what you post on social media, I think to break that down a little is that they're already, they already love you, you know, they're already your friend. There's nothing mm-hmm. that you need to prove to, to them or they need to prove to you in that sense. So I think that is why they don't care and like why their opinions don't matter that much and why having a group of people that you can truly be yourself around is so freeing and liberating because you can just be yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like friends who are like family and family who are like friends who you can just fully be yourself around, which I found is so important because the more I'm sure you've opened up to friends, the more that I've opened up to friends or even family about my insecurities, the more they'll reassure me in different ways because they're all different people that like, bro, you're fine. You know, like, I love you. It doesn't matter if you're this way, if you're that way, if you look this way, if you say this or that, like, I know who you are. And that's what's most important. I think this is quote unquote validation you'll never get from people online because they'll never understand you as well as the people actually around you. Taking that like one step just closer to you, sometimes like the only voice that matters is your own too. Mm -hmm. I feel very grateful that I have a care team of people that I've like grown up with over the last two decades of my life. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I have to be aware that if they don't agree with something that is true to me, I have to learn to let go of trying to like impress my friends too, Mm -hmm. trying to keep it all together for my friends as well. It's like different layers of that. Yeah, Definitely drown out the noise of like people you don't know. And then... It's like a dance with the people who are close to you and being true to yourself. And I think the self part that we always talk about, and it makes me wonder if it's because we're both fire signs and the Aries flex is strong. You need to be the best at everything. You need to be perfect. (laughs) Um, But also I think it's, we always talk about this, right? It's the judgment part of yourself, right? If you're hard on yourself, it's natural to think, well, if this is how I see myself, this is how everybody else sees myself too or sees me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in reality, probably like no one's thinking that about you, you know, like maybe no one's even thinking about you, not in a sad way, but just you're the only person who's thinking about yourself and obsessing over yourself in that way. And it's normal because we are, the master of ourselves and of our mind however i think that's also very liberating to know and that dance with yourself and reminding yourself that the more compassionate and grateful and gentle that i am with myself the less you'll seek that from other people too because you're already giving it to yourself and like a lot of the validation we're talking about is probably validation we're seeking from ourselves right? This like acceptance, this love, this feeling seen and heard. Because I think a lot of times, this is also, I think like we may briefly have talked about this, but like, 
you know, like in a family dynamic, everyone plays a different role. One family member may be like, I want to do it this way. And the other one's like, no, I don't want to do it that way. I think like a psychologist or a therapist like put like poured so much research into this like researching family dynamics. And this therapist realized that these parts actually live within us too. That's why I think there's internal dialogue sometimes of like my brain's always like, nah, girl, you got it. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You don't care. And I'm like, I don't care. But another part of me is like, but I care so much and I want everyone to love me because if they don't, then that means I'm like worthless and I'm useless. So I think it's like these different parts of you also quote unquote talk to yourself, which is why, I mean, I think it's normal, right? Like I don't think like whenever I say this, I'm like, do I sound crazy? I don't think so. No. Right? I think it's just like you're like as humans, we're so multifaceted and we're so complex and it's normal. And it's just like how in a family, sometimes family members disagree, like your brain and your heart may also disagree. Maybe your gut or like your anxiety is may also disagree with what your brain or your heart is feeling or saying. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just being in tune with these different parts of yourself and to not judge them. Because I think for me, that was like my brain is always judging. It's like my heart is like soft. My gut is also soft. Like you're anxious, get over it. You know, like you know better. <laughs> you know, just like just just do what you can, make peace with it and just move on because we don't have time. Because historically I've leaned so heavily into my mind, which you have too, and this is something we shared about in, you know, like the more recent episodes. If you go one or two episodes back, we talked about it in both of them, episode 34 and 33. Instead of judging with the brain, to be like, hey, I see you. I acknowledge your presence and I thank you for protecting me and keeping me safe all of these years. Now, like, how can we work together to move forward in a way where you feel safe and I also feel comfortable, like, moving forward together? Everything you shared reminds me of your inner child. And I haven't really like done research on this or anything. So take whatever I say with a grain of salt. But like my (laughs) understanding of it is that everyone has an inner child, which is like who you were when you were a kid. And so there's a part of you that comes out every once in a while, that child in you that's like, mommy, mommy, I need attention or like pay attention to me. Like, look at me, look at me, like love me. And I don't know, as a child, maybe you weren't given that attention or love it then comes out in your adult life you're still looking for it like you're still looking for mom and dad what I've learned in the last year is that you can talk to your inner child similar to what you're saying about like your brain can talk to your heart or your you know you can talk to this past self of yours that helped you survive to this survive as if like not survive but like um (laughs) that has helped you make it this far to where you are now in life and I remember for me when I first started therapy this was like just such a new concept for me this inner child or like this two parts of you oops like two parts of you within and there was one day where I stumbled upon a photo of me when I was very young It was like this instant feeling of knowing that, wow, this past self, she went through a lot. Like this like three-year-old at that time, you know, my my parents 
I mentioned before my parents got a divorce and that was something that as an adult I never looked back and realized that like wow this young 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 Vivian went through all of this craziness in her family and was neglected and was like not cared for in the way that she deserved to be cared for as a three-year-old and in that moment when I saw the photo I started crying and that's when I knew that I was like there is pain there that needs to be healed there is like a lot of nurturing that needs to be done for myself and the best part of all of this is that you can do it for yourself like you could be your own parent you can be your own cheerleader you're the one who can now like hold that young you or that hurt you and tell her like hey I got you now you know like talk to yourself in that way and say like I'm going to be here like I'm actually never going to leave you because we are one person and I am you and you are me yeah like we can make it out of this and we can get stronger and you can let go of that fear you can let go of whatever it is that you're holding so yeah I for sure resonate with that and something that I heard Kendall Jenner does she was on Jay Shetty's podcast she said that like she printed out a photo of young Kendall and she would put it in the mirror so every morning she'd like look at that picture and be like you got this like we got this or something like that I don't know but it's like you talk to yourself and it's a lot easier to talk to kids you know you're like you see that young you and you're like you're so precious you're so young Mm -hmm. how can I protect you and take care of you now that was a meditative experience Viv (laughs) I was like The way that you spoke with so much gentleness and compassion, but also gusto, I was like, (laughs) you were in flow and then I was in flow. And I was like, keep going. Great. It's always want this to end. I know. (laughs) And I was also thinking, okay, there's literally nothing else that I can say after this. So good job, Viv. No, I mean, it, and with it that, was the just flow. Kidding. Yeah, <laughs> you sparked that out of me. You know, it. It's just. It's a two way. Yes, I think our 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 children are just communicating through us with each other. <laughs> We're taking care of each other's younger yeah. self. I'm like yeah. little Ro. It's okay. Yeah, dude. I mean, I've called you baby V for like the longest time. Yeah, no, and that's something else that I realized too is that all of my friends call me baby, all of them, every single one. And it's not because like I act like a baby, but like I am kind of, I feel like fragile like a baby. And I think Mm. it just goes to show that that's that side of me that still really needs nurturing. And that's why I end up gravitating towards people who treat me like a baby take care of me like a child who call me baby etc etc um but just things to be aware of you know like I'm not supposed to be my friend's baby (laughs) I think I can speak for most of your friends it's like an endearing and you're you're a grown woman I we all know you can take care of yourself but there's this interesting dynamic where like if you really were a baby my personality is like I'm not gonna baby you because you need to take Mm. care of yourself but I feel mm-hmm. like you're very self-sufficient and you're just so adorable and you're so honest <laughs> with your feelings that like, I want to protect you. You know, I think it's more from that. Yeah. 
Aw, thank you. <laughs> I want to make you feel safe and sound and secure. Yeah, because I call you Mama Ro. I did. <laughs> and then I actually made a conscious effort not to anymore. I'm like, okay, Viv, yeah. <laughs> grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sooner or later, you're going to be Mama Viv. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Oh, wait, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> No, said, like oh, as in, yes, in my as life, in, a mother figure in my life for my oh. baby row. <laughs> yes, I will protect me. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I'm not pregnant. But yes, you'll also be a great mother mother. Oh, thank you. But not quite yet. <laughs> no, no, no. There's still a ways to go. Well then. <laughs> All right. On, Perfectionism. On, um, on that okay. note. All right. Yeah. See you guys later. Why am I sweating? <laughs> All right. I didn't know where we were going with this, and I feel very happy with where we went. So it went somewhere um, very beautiful. Yeah. 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 Right before I was like, I should have done more research on perfectionism and blah, blah, blah. And instead, I was like, let's just not because Mm -hmm. this episode is about perfectionism. Exactly. Oh, no. Uh oh. You disappear. Hello. You went orange for a bit, like your thought. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. 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 <sighs> Did Viv leave? Anyway, wait, I wanted to see something. Hello? <laughs> I see I you. See you. D- do you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I don't hear you. Were you just watching me struggle? Yes. (laughs) I kept saying, Ro, I'm right here. here. (laughs) This is so funny. You have to leave it in. I can't. Oh my God. Um, I'm just going to put you in my ear. Oh, okay. I'm going to do that too then. Hello. Hi. All right. So we had some technical difficulties. Um, Rowena can't currently see me. She doesn't currently see me or hear me. So we are on the phone. Hopefully this audio and video works out. This was such a wonderful conversation. Um, It's just so ironic too, right? Because this whole process is not perfect. But here we are just making it work. (laughs) Any final thoughts, Ro? No, I'm just very grateful for this opportunity as always. And I wish all of us our minds, our hearts, our guts, our souls, our younger childs are more in harmony in mm. 2023. Love that. Yes. And if you guys have any questions, if you guys have any thoughts, if you have any anything, send it over to us. Hello at voicehugspodcast.com. And also you can DM us at voicehugspodcast. And a very last new, I don't know, how do you ask people for help? <laughs> And if you guys have been enjoying this podcast, I mean, if you've listened all the way to the end and if you're still here and if you haven't already, give us a rating on whatever (laughs) app. Oh my God, so bad. I'm so bad at asking for help. Rate us on whatever platform you guys are listening on, Apple, Spotify, you know, type us something nice or you can, you know, the things, the nice things you've uh, privately messaged us, you guys can publish that as well. Copy and paste if you want, no problem. Any of anything, 
anything would help us a lot to grow. You can keep yes. that in if you want. <laughs> we are obviously struggling right now for yeah. an ask, but um, yes, we really do appreciate everything that you guys have shared with us, and it would make a huge difference for Voice Hugs podcast if you did leave those ratings <laughs> or reviews. Oh my god. I'm cringing myself now. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys know what we're trying to say. Thank you so much. Hope you have a great rest of the day wherever you are. We yes. love you. Sending everyone a voice hug. Voice hug. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh my goodness.